All right, Rabbi good morning. Let us begin. We are starting a new os in Tzidka Satzadik this morning. A really beautiful piece. We're picking up on page Kuf Mem Zayin. Sayachi, I just sent it out on the, uh, on the chat this morning. So page Kuf Mem Zayin in Tzidka Satzadik, Sif Samech Aleph. So the Rebbe writes as follows. He says, let's begin in the Be'uria Hasidus. Quite, uh, quite a beautiful piece. He says, Me'achar... So remember again, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, did I send out, did I send out Samech or Samech Aleph? Ay, ay, ay. Samech, I'm sorry, good, both said, go two pages back, page Kuf Memhe. Page Kuf Memhei Sif Samech. I'm sorry. So we're picking up bottom of page Kuf Memhei in the Be'orei Chasidus Sif Samech. Bottom left hand column Be'orei Chasidus. Ha'inyan ha'mavur le'el Shem ein ha'ish menuka me'avon niuf Ein ha'mayim bodkin es ishto ha'sota. Supposed to remember again, we spoke about before this concept, the Rebbe alluded to it at the end of Osnun Chas, quoting the Gemar Masech Sota, where the Gemar explains that halacha l'maysa, in a case of sota, woman suspected of adultery, the mace sota, the waters of the sota, only check the woman if the husband himself is free of sin. If chas v'shalom, the husband himself is an immoral individual, then halacha l'maysa, the mace sota, the waters, do not check the wife. So in order for the husband to play the piety card and go ahead and subject his wife to this particular process, he too must be free of this sin. So the Rebbe says, there's an additional reason for this dynamic. And what the Rebbe is going to do is take the dynamic of Sota and really expand it into something very powerful. He says, Misad mashemutal al ha'adam a person has to be very careful before causing pain to someone else regarding something that I myself am guilty of. Now, we're going to define what this is in just a moment, but the Rabbi is going to discuss the idea of causing someone else pain or discomfort regarding a particular infraction or misdeed when I myself am guilty of this very misdeed. Now, what does this mean? So he goes on, he says, At times, when someone points out to me something I've done wrong, it's very painful, right? For all of us, as much as, of course, it's good for someone to tell me if I'm doing something wrong, because that's the way we grow, and that's the way we progress as people. It's difficult when someone tells you, and someone points out to you that you're doing something wrong, or you're, beha- or you're, or you're behaving in an inappropriate way. So sometimes when, when people cause us pain, 
they cause us pain in one of the ways. Now, to be clear, the pain that the Rebbe is referring to over here is the pain that comes about when someone points out something wrong that you've done or someone highlights something wrong that you've done. So sometimes when a person causes me pain as a result of that, it's intentional. In other words, they want to cause me pain. And the way they're causing me pain is by pointing out something that I'm doing wrong. And other times, it's unintentional. Now, unintentional could be in one of two ways. Unintentional literally means a person says something to me, yes, pointing out something wrong I've done, but they don't intend to cause me pain, right? Their intention is really just, sometimes it could be actually positive to point out something I've done wrong in an effort to hopefully allow me to become better. Or sometimes it's just the person says something. A lot of times people say things and they don't necessarily think about the impact of what it is that they're saying. This is the third way. So, so possibility one is a person says something with the intention to hurt me. So they point out something I've done wrong and their only intention in doing that is to cause me pain. Possibility two is a person just says stuff because sometimes in life people just say stuff and they have no particular kavana. They're just making a statement. Their statement, statement just happens to be about something that I've done wrong. And possibility number three is where a person points out something I've, I've done wrong, but their intention is actually to help me. Their intention is actually to benefit me. In other words, their intention is to point it out in order, because there's a mitzvah, there is a mitzvah of rebuke. And what's the mitzvah of rebuke? If you see a fellow Jew doing something wrong, you do want to point it out. But what's the point of that rebuke? You know, rebuke is such a strong word. What's the point of that? The point of it is because I love my fellow Jew. I love that person. And so I want them to be able to engage in course correcting activity. That, that was the logic. So what's the bottom line, right? So whether again, in right, in the, I have three scenarios now. We'll call them Ruvain. Ruvain is coming and pointing out something I've done wrong. So there are three possi- possible motivations, right? Motivation one, he wants to hurt me. Motivation two is parif. He doesn't really have any motivation. Sometimes people just talk. It's unfortunate, but sometimes people just talk for the sake of talking. And possibility number three is he actually cares about me and loves me and is pointing out what I've done wrong because he's hoping that if he points it out, that'll fuel me in my effort to do better. Now, interestingly enough, whatever the motivation, the result is the same. What's often the result? What's often the result? I'm hurt. I'm hurt, right? So again, and also I, I think this is my symbol. It happens to many of us every day. Right? So again, the, the bottom line result of it is I'm hurt. Whether the motivation was negative, the motivation was positive, or the motivation was parid, at the end of the day, no one really likes being told they're doing something wrong. And often it's just a hurtful experience. Look what he writes. In Kolze. And he says, be very careful, be very careful when you hurt someone by telling them something they've done wrong. 
Because in your effort to point out to someone else what they have done wrong, just understand that the divine microscope shifts back to you. If, if I mean you being the person who's pointing out the wrongdoing to the other. So, okay, well, it's losing me. So if I'm going to tell Ruvain, Ruvain, you know, you're really deficient in this area, or you've really done something wrong, whether my intention, again, is to be hurtful, whether my intention is to be helpful, or whether my intention is to be parav, the Tzaddik says the moment you go ahead and you point out the wrongdoing in someone else is the moment that the divine microscope shifts back to you, to the mochiach, to the rebuker, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, if you're on such a level to go ahead and cause someone else pain, whether again, purposeful, helpful, unintentional, let's have a look at your life. Let's have a look at your life. He says, Because at the end of the day, I go over to Ruvain. I say, Ruvain, you know what, Ruvain? I'm really disappointed to see how much Lashon Hara you speak. I'm really, it's terrible. I don't know, you go around and you speak Lashon Hara to anybody and everyone who will listen. It's terribly disappointing. Now, okay, so there's a mitzvah, but a Kaddish Baruch is fantastic. Now, Ruvain is going to be a bit sad. Ruvain is going to be a little bit tzabrach and a little bit crushed because no one likes being told that they're doing something wrong. So whether my intention was purposeful, whether my intention ultimately was hurtful, or whether it was pariv, at the end, the Kaddish Baruch says, okay, now I've caused pain to Ruvain through my rebuke. Let's have a look at you. Let's have a look at you. Let's see again, you're giving Musarat Lashon Hara. Let's see ultimately again how it is that you are doing in that particular area. He goes on, he says, he says, Harigam Tsarzeh, Neksha, I'm sorry, Kika, actually I skipped the brackets, I'm up to the brackets now. He says, Be'im Avar Ipama Osavira, Shashini Ne'enash Bigla Lo'alao. And what Akadosh Baruch Hu literally looks at is, have I ever transgressed the Avera for which I am giving someone else Musr. Which I will say, that this is a very, very profound idea. What Rabbi Tzaddik is essentially highlighting is the Yisod, that before you rebuke and tell other people how to get their house in order, make sure your personal home is in order. Because Rabbi said, now again, there is a, I'm sorry? You'll never rebuke anybody. Oh, so, so you see, which, by the way, is not a bad thing. Is not a bad thing. What Rabbi Tzaddik is saying is, think about a world in which everyone stopped looking to point out the faults in the other and instead used all of that koach inward. That's, again, now what I want to point out is something very important, is obviously there is a mitzvah doraisa of hocheach tocheach esamisecha. There is a mitzvah like that, right? There is a mitzvah... Again, I never like the word rebuke because rebuke sounds rebuke sounds like you're yelling at someone, right? But the mitzvah means when I see someone doing something wrong, you know, I do have to point it out, right? And again, to be clear, if I see my children doing something wrong, I absolutely have to point it out. So there is the and by the way, I would even say in the realm of chinuch, sometimes and this is a hard part of parenting. Sometimes. You do have to go ahead and be mochiach your child, even if the area in which you are rebuking your child is an area in which you are highly imperfect in. Because again, remember, the whole point of holchacha, and, and this is, we're gonna talk about this, is I want my child to be better than me. 
That, that's, I, that's what every single parent wants. The Gemara says, the Gemara says that there is a natural kinah, a natural jealousy that exists between people with certain exceptions. And one of the exceptions is one's child. I, I am not jealous if my child becomes more successful than me. In fact, again, whatever, right, the, the greatest success for a parent is if your child eclipses you. That's the greatest success. So again, so there may be times where even if I'm deficient in a particular area, at the end of the day, I still have to give that rebuke. But at the end, he says, Rab Tzadik, on a day-to-day level, before I go ahead and mochiach someone else about something, the first question I have to ask myself is, Lameisa, am I really working on all cylinders in that particular area? Am I really holding my own in that particular area? Because otherwise, what ends up happening is the rebuke that I deliver to another becomes the very opening for divine judgment of me in that particular area as well. All right, so we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up in Meretz with the brackets of Vizek Kigam Habusha Meretz Hashem tomorrow. Shkoyach.